0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. This is Nomi Sego with the top news at this hour. The Russia-Ukraine crisis. Ukraine is planning to introduce a countrywide state of emergency, with the exception of the two separatist regions of Lugansk and Donetsk. The state of emergency will be in place for one month, with the possibility of extension. Earlier, Ukraine's military, under order from the president, began calling up reserve troops. President Vladimir Zelensky ruled out a general mobilization, but the decision to bring reservists ranging in age from 18 to 60 years old back into active duty was a further sign that Ukraine is bracing for a possible military clash with its neighbor. This comes after Russia began moving troops into eastern Ukraine following the Kremlin's recognition of two breakaway regions. Ukraine's military, meanwhile, reported that in the past day, one troop was killed and six others were injured in shelling by pro-Russian rebels in the eastern part of the country. The military said separatists were employing heavy artillery, mortars, and grad rockets in dozens of incidents. The United States last night declared first sanctions on Russia in response to what U.S. President Joe Biden described as the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The sanctions prohibit Americans and American companies from doing business with two Russian banks— Sanctions were also directed against individuals close to the Russian president. Washington warned that if Russia continues its aggression, more severe sanctions will be imposed. Australia, Japan and Canada also announced sanctions on Russia over the Ukraine crisis. The United States also said a potential summit between President Joe Biden and Russian leader Vladimir Putin is off the agenda for now after Moscow's latest aggression. Russian President Vladimir Putin, for his part, said Moscow is always open to dialogue and ready to consider diplomatic solutions to the crisis with Ukraine. With this, he stressed that Russia's interests and the security of its citizens are not up for negotiation. Syria claims that Israel last night fired surface-to-surface missiles at the Quneitra region, causing damage. There was no word on injuries. Syrian opposition sources said that the Israeli targets were an observation post in a village near the border and a structure previously hit. According to reports, the strike was part of efforts to thwart Hezbollah and Iranian efforts to assemble together with Syrian army officers a front against Israel near the border. Defense Minister Benny Gantz says that Israel continues and will continue to carry out any action necessary to ensure the security of its citizens by air, sea and land. In remarks at a conference that come five days after Hezbollah drone infiltrated Israel's skies over the Galilee, Gantz warned the pro-Iranian group's leader, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, not to try to settle scores with Israel. It could end up... being paid back to the country of Lebanon and its citizens with interests, Gossens said. In the West Bank, a Palestinian teen was shot and killed by Israeli troops last night while allegedly throwing Molotov cocktails at passing cars near Bethlehem. The IDF said Israeli soldiers provided him with first aid on the scene, but he died of his injuries shortly thereafter. The Palestinian Authority identified the boy as Mohammed Shahada, aged 14, a resident of Al-Khadr. President Isaac Herzog has confirmed that he will next month travel to Greece, Cyprus, and Turkey and meet with their leaders. In remarks to the Israel Climate Conference held in Jerusalem, Herzog said he intends to get them all on board for a regional partnership confronting the climate crisis. Coronavirus, the number of people hospitalized in serious condition, has dropped below 700 and currently stands at 693. 240 people are on ventilators. Just over 12,100 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 14.37%. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel some two years ago, 10,040 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. Turning to politics, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett was meeting at this hour with the Blue and White Party leader Benny Gantz, Yeshatid leader Yair Lapid, and the head of Yisrael Beiteno, Avigdor Lieberman, in an attempt to resolve the crisis over the IDF pension bill, legislation that Blue and White has been seeking to advance. This morning, Blue and White announced it would not participate in private member bills in the Knesset, except for three major Im- measures that it is supports. The coalition threatened in response that all opposition members would be approved without differentiation, including one by Likud MK Dudian Salim to set up an inquiry committee into the fifth dimension, a failed cybersecurity company where Gant served as chairman of the board. This announcement: The Homefront Command is holding siren tests today. This evening at 6:05, sirens will be sounded in the Eliyachin local council, and messages will be sent out on the IDF Homefront Command app. And for concert goers, American pop stars band Maroon Five will make their Israel debut later this year with a concert on May 9th at Hayarkon Park in Tel Aviv. The weather outlook significantly cooler tomorrow with a chance of local rain gaining strength overnight mostly in the north and along the coast. Friday continuing cold with intermittent rain in the north and center, local rain in the south, snow on the Hermon, chance of flooding in streams in the south and the east tapering off in the afternoon. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 19, Tel Aviv and Haifa 22, 'er Beersheva 25 and Enelat going up to 26 degrees Celsius.